Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Three Crosses podcast. My name is Buzz Hannon, and I'm one of the pastors here at Three Crosses Church. And here over the next couple of weeks on this Three Crosses podcast, we are going to be anticipating Christmas. This is the season that we call Advent as we think about what the coming of Christ means to us and means to our world. Here at the church in Castro Valley, we are trying to focus on reaching our community with the love of the gospel. And one way that we do that is through generous giving and outreach. Uh, This week, I've asked Charles Homer, our pastor to high school students and director of student ministries, to come on and share a little bit about a project that he and his students have been working on called Kids Against Hunger. Charles has a passion for teaching students what it means to follow Jesus Christ. And as he's teaching them and modeling for them and helping them connect to areas where they can unleash their own generosity, our hope is that people here at Christmas can be truly helped and that our students can see what it means to live in Christ's kingdom as he commanded us to do. He taught us that it's better to give than to receive. And so I'm really excited that Charles is going to teach us a little bit about what that means for high school students and younger and how those of us at the church that may not be in high school can support what those students are doing. I hope you enjoy it. Let's take a listen. Charles, thank you so much for taking your time to join us here today. And uh, as we get into this idea of generosity in our student ministries, why don't we begin by having you tell us a little little bit about who you are, your family, what you do at the church, how long you've been here at Three Crosses, for those of us maybe that don't know you. Yeah, thanks for having me, Buzz. Uh, Like you said, my name is Charles. I've been here on staff for eight years. Uh, First three years, I was doing middle school ministry, and then when Danny uh, stepped out of student ministries, I stepped into high school ministry, and I've been doing that ever since. Love it. Uh, The longest reigning high school pastor at Three Crosses is actually Mark Tyler. He's been doing it for 15 years, and I'm coming for his title. And so I want to be yeah, I've the heard of him. longest reigning. Mark was a high school pastor for 15 years. 15 years. Uh, a lot of good stories, um, but it's okay. I'll, I'll take that crown from him. So you have ten, 10 more years to go. Uh, it's also interesting that you stepped into Danny's role when he stepped out of it. So does that mean you're going to be the next senior pastor at Three Crosses? You don't have to answer that. You don't have to answer that. But um, um, being a high school pastor for five years, three years in student ministry, are you developing any students of your own in your household? Absolutely. So I have four kiddos of my own. And so my wife, uh, Kristen, and I have been married for 12 years now. And we have four kids. Caleb is 11. Gabriel is 10. Brooklyn is seven, and little Charlie is two. And so let's hope that I'm bringing them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. So having been the high school pastor for several years, um, how was it that you got this idea to connect students with outreach here in the Bay Area? Yeah, so uh, for the last three Christmases, uh, we've been partnering with an organization called Kids Against Hunger, uh, and they're a national organization that pack food and ship it to needy uh, places around the world. And we got connected with them three years ago, uh, really coming out of just really amazing, fun Christmas parties that I walked away f- from thinking, why did we do that? Like, why uh, is the greatest need that our students have really to have another fun event? Um, and just really wanting to partner or wanting to do something that was 
significant and not and not simply fun and enjoyable and like, hey, look at us, like we're doing cool things. Uh, but wanted to do something that was significant for high schoolers. Okay, so significant both in terms of its impact, or are you talking more about significant in terms of what students can learn as they're involved in the program? Or yeah, so I mean, I I would say that it's it's both. You know that uh, that I wanted to give students an opportunity to actually. Uh, do a tangible service, do, do a tangible gospel service, you know, uh, that Jesus is, uh, was and is passionate about feeding hungry people. Uh, and so I wanted them to have an opportunity to do that. And I wanted to give them an opportunity to uh, just develop a perspective that was broader than, you know, just the, the world that they operate in day in and day out. wanted to challenge that a little bit. So somehow I got into ministry having never been in youth ministry or student ministry, as we call it here at Three Crosses, which is a rarity, I feel like, in the pastoral world. So I've never actually worked with high school kids directly. Um, do the do people have this perception of them that they are too young to do anything really meaningful or eternal, or do they carry that for themselves? Like, I, I, hey, I'm just a high school student, what can I really do? Is that something that they have to fight against that Developmentally, I mean, there definitely is a uh, a difference between adulthood and adolescence, you know, and and I'm sure even in your uh, area, you know, working with 20 and 30 year olds, you're very aware that adolescence isn't so much ending at 18, you know, it's ending mid 20s and maybe further, uh, and so there definitely is uh, developmentally uh, a difference between a high schooler and, a, and an adult. Um, and so there are varying levels of uh, ministry, of impact, of I mean, even generosity or uh, things that a high schooler can do. But even with that, I think that um, a lot of times high schoolers aren't challenged or don't accept the challenge of doing everything that they can do. Um, yeah. And I think specifically uh, financially is is one aspect of that. Um, you know, yeah, financially, and then also like relationally, as far as like uh, evangelism or you know whatnot. But financially, especially as they're very much not independent, it's not something that they're uh, uh, passionately going after, as far as like their ability to build the kingdom through their generosity. Yeah. So you're talking about this idea of delayed adolescence and the way that sometimes you see in the in the world or culture or media young people portrayed, and then sometimes I think that they young people have gotten a bit of a raw deal in terms of PR. You know, as you're saying, like it's almost like on the one hand we don't believe they can do anything, and therefore we don't ask them to step up to the plate, and so therefore how can they grow into adulthood if we're not challenging them and giving them opportunities. And so I'm hearing you saying like, I want to give my students opportunities to really fully participate and grow into that generosity at the level where they're at. And so why did you feel like Kids Against Hunger was a good solution to help them grow in generosity and service? A lot of times, uh, so the reason that Kids Against Hunger was the organization that we partnered with really was because uh, it gives a hands-on uh, opportunity to serve. 
um, for anybody that shows up. So if you show up on December 7th for our food packing event, we're going to have separate ingredients. It's this rice and this protein powder, these dehydrated vegetables, and and these other things that you pack into uh, individually packed bags, and then you can get them sealed and you load them into uh, boxes that will, you know, we'll throw them on a pallet and then uh, eventually they'll be shipped around the world. And so everybody could do that, that, that hands-on thing. Uh, so it doesn't cost me any money. It would cost me my time to show up yeah. and give my time. And, and it's valuable, it, it's valuable ministry. You know, we're like, they're, they're doing something that is helping people. And uh, last year, my whole family did it, or not, not Charlie, uh, but Brooklyn and Caleb and Gabriel, <laughs> they were all there and as six, uh, nine and ten year olds, they were able to do it and able to connect their actions with like help around the world. And so, just that easy entry level was important for me for uh, for an organization. A lot of times, when uh, you try to find service opportunities for uh, middle schoolers and high schoolers, the help that they are able to give uh, ends up not being so helpful. Uh, and so, this. Uh, this opportunity really is just a sweet uh, opportunity because it's they can actually do something valuable. All right, so December seventh. This feels like a like an ad in a podcast. It's not, <laughs> but it also it kind of is. So December seventh in the gym right here on the campus, and that's a is that a Friday evening? Yeah, we 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 threw onto a Friday evening to try to give just a broad group of people the availability to come and. And yeah, we're uh, we are hoping or we have opened the invitation to fourth and fifth graders to come through with their families as well as well as our middle schoolers. That's so you know sixth, seventh, and eighth, and then as well as our high schoolers. And then our college ministry will be there uh, facilitating you know moving all those boxes and everything. And families are welcome. Uh, and so yeah, the invitation is out there. Uh, the way that the financial side of it is being handled uh, is normally when you go to a Kids Against Hunger packing event, there's a $20 cost uh, associated with it. Um, we wanted this to be an event that uh, high schoolers and middle schoolers or fourth and fifth graders could invite their friends to and they wouldn't feel obligated to give. And so as we approached that finance side of it, uh, We've been asking our middle schoolers and high schoolers, the students themselves, uh, to be generous, uh, to give towards uh, covering the costs of the food for the Kids Against Hunger event. Um, and that's a right around a $4,000 uh, price point, uh, which when we compare that with what our church does uh, on a larger scale, really is kind of insignificant. You know, it's $4,000. Uh, but we're looking to have $4, our $4,000. That's a lot of money. Exactly. And and it's a lot of money when uh, when you when you go around and ask the high schoolers, "Hey, how much money do you have on average?" Then you know, it's they'll say like, "Oh, between, you know, 5 and 20 bucks a week." You know? And so that's their that's their money that they like use their for allowance the or their yeah. after school job or something like that. Yeah, and so for the most part, the most of the students that are coming to our church are they're not even working yet. You know, there might be a handful of students that have jobs, but for the most part, they're at home. They're full-time students, you know, and they're doing way too much homework. Uh, and <laughs> Spoken like a student. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and so for the finances, like I'm, 
I'm excited to give this real uh, challenge to the students to say, hey guys, uh, we could come to the the adult uh, congregation and say, like, hey guys, could you cover this need? And it would be wiped out, no problem. Uh, like our church is is such a generous church. Yeah, but absolutely. I, but I really want our students to learn generosity. Uh, I want them to realize that like, hey, uh, this giving back, this that truth that where when Jesus says it's more blessed to give than to receive. Like I want our high schoolers and middle schoolers and fourth and fifth graders uh, to begin to realize that now. And especially uh, as we come into Christmas, you know, and as we uh, understand Jesus and the incarnation, uh, I want our, I want my kids, I want uh, the students in high school, middle school, fourth and fifth grade um, to be able to participate in that uh, giving and taking on a real giving challenge. Yeah. So you're saying a high schooler on average, as you were guesstimating, is income from five to $20. And how many students turned out to Kids Against Hunger last year? Last year, we had about 150 people come out along with parents and whatnot. And so this year, we're hoping for 200. And so uh, that's where the $4,000 price point comes in. Um, and just excited to see students uh, get passionate about uh, giving. And, and it's really exciting uh, seeing that happen. Um, you know, uh, last Sunday, there was a quiet kid who kind of sneaks in, you know, right after my class starts on Sunday morning and, you know, when it's done, sneaks back out and he's kind of just keeps to himself. And uh, last Sunday came up and said, hey, Charles, can I uh, can I give towards Kids Against Hunger here? And the, the way that we're doing the giving is is by selling just little $5 raffle tickets. And I said, yeah, you know, like, I'd love to help you out here. And he said, yeah, could you go ahead and, you know, put $100 towards Kids Against Hunger? And I was thinking like, what? hundred bucks? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, and just the, like, what that does for him, you know, that setting an early precedent of generosity and sacrifice uh, towards a valuable cause. I, yeah, I love just seeing those individual stories of students being generous and sacrificially giving uh, towards something valuable. Yeah, so $100 at 5 to $20 a week is... 20 weeks to four weeks or so of income. You know, I'm not giving a month of income to kids against hunger. So this kid's putting me to shame a little bit. You know, it's everything that he has to spend. Yeah. Uh, Maybe not him in specific, but like that's the generosity just, just, modeling that you're talking about. Like instead of taking your money for recreation, spend everything you have on this event. The reason, one of the, one of the, one of the factors that really pushed me towards, uh, saying like we have to do Kids Against Hunger and make it a consistent, uh, just part of our annual calendar, uh, was a concert that I'd gone to with one of my kids. And uh, it was just some Hillsong concert or something out in Concord. And uh, during you know one of the intermissions, uh, a spokesperson from World, uh, World Vision came out and was telling a little story about, uh, I think it was in Manila or something, uh, and he saw a foreigner walk into the McDonald's that he was eating in uh, with two younger uh, female children by his side. Uh, and just obvious that that scenario, that situation was not kosher, that there was something uh, 
something not right happening in that scenario. Uh, and he sat there, he ate his food, and the guy turned around and walked out. And he just knew from the place of, from where they were in town and uh, what was going on there that uh, more likely than not that there's some type of human trafficking going on in that specific scenario. And his uh, request to the crowd was, uh, like, would you do something to prevent human trafficking? Would you give towards just sustainable families and sustainable uh, sustainable uh, justice operations that are that are taking down um, human trafficking rings? And and like I said, one of my kids was there, and I I honestly thought he was asleep. Uh, like I thought like his <laughs> you know the music wasn't playing, so he was out. Uh, but then he he leaned back and said, "Dad, can we do that? Like, can we save a kid?" And and of course, I was thinking, like, yeah, absolutely, let's let's do that. And uh, he knows that we already support a kid through uh, World Vision, and so I was thinking, like, maybe like we're gonna do this, you know, again. And, and we just kind of dropped the conversation there. <coughs> um, and this kid uh, is both self-conscious, which is why I'm not using his name, and a saver. Uh, and so he just. Like if you give him a dollar, he's going to hold on to it, and it's going to like come out of his drawer like six months later. You know, along with every penny that he's saved, uh, right. he's the kid that sits in Target, you know, and like analyzes prices. You know, the other kids are just like the first thing that they see, like, oh, I'm going to buy this. Why wouldn't I? And this kid, he's like, ah, uh, no, I didn't really see anything cool. Like, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to spend my money. Uh, but I remember the next day when we got home, uh, he came out. I think it was like, I want to say like, it was seven dollars and change. I, for some reason, the seven twenty three sticks in my mind. Uh, and he came out, and I'm sitting on the kitchen counter doing some work, and he comes out with everything that he has, and he says, "Dad, like, here's everything that I have. Can we save a kid?" And I just thought, no way. And uh, it was just really. It was really impactful for me as a dad to think that, uh, like, when my he was he was probably uh, he was under ten at the time, when my elementary age child uh, saw a call to do something valuable with his money, even though he was uh, uh, just naturally a saver and wouldn't uh, spend his money on anything. Um, when he, that challenge was given, it's just like I'll give everything. Like I will. Yeah. I want to sacrifice for something that uh, will make a difference in the world. And it, and so I yeah I want to encourage that type of generosity uh, through the high school ministry, the middle school ministry, uh, so that you know the the next generation of the church like we can see people using what they have to to see the kingdom come. See. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's so cool that he was able to connect that money to the outcome that it has. And sometimes we give and, you know, the ushers take it away into the back room. And it's sometimes a little bit more difficult to connect our generosity with outcomes. And that's, I think, one thing I like about Kids Against Hunger is you can touch the vegetables and put them in a box and you can see it go. And um, obviously we talk about a lot of need. There's so much need in the world in so many different areas. But this idea that food and basic subsistence is a driver of trafficking because people are doing what they can or being deceived into doing things um, to feed their family, basically. Um, 
Can you help us understand just a, a little bit here briefly uh, about the need worldwide for hunger? I mean, we think about like there's people down the street and at our cross streets breakfast every Saturday. There's need right here in our backyard. But what about around the world? This Kids Against Hunger is trying to, to reach. Like, What's the need out there? What are we trying to help combat? Yeah, the when I kind of personally became uh, concerned with the worldwide uh, hunger and, and uh, extreme poverty and sickness and whatnot and everything that's associated with that uh, was when I uh, read the hole in our gospel um, by Rich Stearns, who was the former uh, CEO of World Vision USA. Um, I sat down, and like just before that, I really wasn't aware, you know, that uh, one in ten people live with less than two dollars a day, you know, and just that that extreme poverty and the uh, how the food crisis uh, or how the lack of food for those people who are living in extreme poverty really makes a huge difference, you know, where malnutrition and other uh, things that are associated with a lack of healthy food leads to significant death. You know, I think the, uh, uh, right now it says uh, from the most recent uh, UN studies, it says that 795 million people uh, are chronically hungry um, and then, yeah, and then just the, the death and the, the difficulty that comes from that, um, is, is a real, is a real thing. Uh, and that, yeah. that, but what's even more encouraging is that it doesn't have to be that like world hunger and extreme poverty, uh, with a, that $2 a day is an issue that like we've made significant strides, um, dealing with in the recent decades, uh. And I have the potential to like actually say, like, hey, let's not live in a world where hunger in this capacity exists, you know? And so just that uh, both the need, but then the hope of we can do something significant about this and actually make a change uh, is encouraging. Yeah, so you're raising $4,000 is the hope. And so at $2 a day, that's 2,000 days of food for people. Like that's a pretty big dent. I think that's pretty cool to be able to connect at that level of scale. And it, yeah, and it's just fun. Like at the end of the the packing event, uh, we'll get a group picture standing in front of all of the boxes of food uh, that we've packed. And I didn't have a scale there, uh, but I'm sure it's tons. You know, and so it's like we made <laughs> we were sent we're shipping off tons of food uh, to to kids who are hungry around the world, and it's yeah. That's that's the way that I want to celebrate Christmas. That's the way that I want uh, yeah. my kids to celebrate Christmas. That I want them to value uh, not just getting another Christmas toy, uh, but um, helping and doing valuable things for kids that really need it. Yeah, that's cool. Man, I'm so grateful for the heart of generosity you're modeling for those students, both in your home and in our ministries. I know my own sons benefit from that as well, uh, being kind of alongside you and your family. It's a, it's a privilege that I think we have here at Three Crosses, both for me personally as your friend and colleague to learn from each other, but just that we have such an amazing and generous church family all around that wants to support these good works. And so if there's somebody listening from our church and they are thinking, well, I'm not a high school student and I don't really have kids in that age demographic, like... What are one or maybe two things that you would want them to understand about whether it's this Kids Against Hunger project or our student ministries more generally, the way that they can 
encourage and support young people trying to grow up as followers of Jesus Christ here in this complicated time in this difficult area. I really appreciated uh, Larry's just not like it's just been prayer and his emphasis on prayer has just been seeping out of Larry recently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and so I, I, I would love for our church to be praying for uh, for this generation of students. And they, they do have a lot of unique challenges. Generosity is going to be one of them. Uh, relationships going to be another one of them. You know, trying to figure out how to uh, relate to people in our smartphone age, you know. And that's the world that they're growing up in. And it, yeah. we're starting to see some of the unique effects of that now. And so honestly, uh, like our students just need uh, a church that's going to pray for them. And then a church that's going to model just passionate, godly living. You know, uh, there's only so much that they can learn from a sermon. Um, what they're going to learn from is a church of people just passionately in love with Jesus and, you know, living in such a way that it's obvious, man, they're first and, you know, they, they love God and they love other people. And so, yeah, pray for our students. Um, we desperately need it. And then model just a passionate love for the Lord. All right, well, Charles, thank you for those encouragements for this window into our students and what God is doing through them for a little peek into your world. We'll be praying for you as you try to make that next decade of service to our high schoolers past Pastor Mark. And uh, yeah, thank you. So our listeners here at Three Crosses, thank you for your generosity, for your modeling, for our care for the students, and for everything that God has brought you to this Advent season. Uh, we're praying for you, and we'll see you next week here on the Three Crosses podcast. See ya. Thanks again for tuning in and listening here at the Three Crosses podcast. I'm so touched by so many of you who have come up to me and said, like, the podcast really helps me feel connected to people around the church and things I didn't know were going on. And that's our hope, is that by listening, you'll feel more of a part of what God is doing around our church and around our community. Um, If you want to participate in this particular context, the Kids Against Hunger, um, you're welcome to do so. December 7th, which will be the Friday after this is released, at 7 p.m. in the gym here at the church property, which is on on the west side of the campus. We're going to come together and pack and load and pray for and give generously to this project to see food, sustenance go all around the world with the love of the gospel, that God cares about you and he wants good things for you so excited that our church is a part of such generous giving and i'd love to invite you to come out on december 7th and join us for the kids against hunger giveaway if you have a prayer need or if you have a question or if there's a topic that you want to see covered on a podcast going forward you can always reach out just by emailing us at podcast at threecrosses.org and we would love to hear from you that way we are praying for you we love you and we will see you soon